Above all, a query letter is a sales pitch, and it is the single most important page an unpublished writer will ever write. It's the first impression and will either open the door or close it. It's that important. So don't mess it up. Mine took 17 drafts and two weeks to write. Nicholas Sparks. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 117, Query Letters 101, Tips and Tricks. Now, doesn't that sound super intimidating from Mr. Nicholas Sparks? And that's kind of how I feel about the whole querying process. It's like this intimidating, mystery, um, salesy, marketing sort of thing. And for me, I don't like selling products. And that includes my own. I would rather just sit in the back, keep my head down, and write. Um, So maybe that's why I've never really written a successful query letter. Um, I guess you could say I haven't been successful since I do not have a literary agent or editor. Um, So I really want to change that in the future, if not with this book, the next. Um, And so I've been doing some research. I've been reading some articles and listening to some podcasts, and I've pulled together um, some tips and tricks from the internet, and I wanted to round them up in this week's episode. So if you want to learn about this process with me, then let's dive into this week's episode. First off, let's define what is a query letter. Basically, it's an outreach to a literary agent or editor presenting your novel with reasons why they should read it. Um, it's generally about a paragraph long. People now mostly accept email queries. Letter queries are still an option, but I don't think they're as encouraged as they were in the past. So the first thing... Um, Before you even write a query letter, you want to make sure your novel is completed and edited. You know, all the drafts are done, all the little grammar checks are done, everything like that, and it's good to go. Because in the event that an agent does want to read more of your story, you have to actually follow up on the promise that your query letter um, is giving them. And also, whenever I mean edited, it should probably be professionally edited, This is not something that I knew about until maybe last year, Um, and I think that's kind of a catch-22, really, for writers. It's kind of unfortunate uh, that we have to cough up enough money to pay for professional editing before we can even submit to major publishers, because professional editing can be pretty pricey. I did get my manuscript professionally edited last year. um, I kind of got a more bargain editor. Um, She sort of combined different editing services into one, like she combined uh, developmental editing and line editing in the same package, and I kind of went with her because she was a bargain, but unfortunately she really wasn't the right fit for my project. She didn't write or read in the genre that my book was in, so at the end of the day it was helpful and I learned some things from that, but it also was not helpful at the same time. Um, But if you don't have enough money to get your story professionally edited, because again, this can run about thousands of dollars depending on the editor that you go with. I was able to get mine for less than a thousand, but like I said, it wasn't really like the right fit. Um, You know, of course, the feedback from family, friends, beta readers, fellow writers, really, I think besides having professional editing, the next best way to go is to join a writer's group and have people give you feedback like that. I know I've gotten some valuable feedback in my writer's group. So with that all being said and done, just make sure your novel is really polished and ready to go. Now you're ready to write your query. 
So the first thing you want to do is you want to use the name of the agent in the address line. You want to say, Dear Catherine, Dear John, Dear Jim. Um, you know, I think now we're kind of moving away from the whole formality of last names, Mr. Mrs. Ms. You don't know if someone is married. You don't know if someone um, maybe has a different last name. You don't know if someone's um, gender is different than the one that you're assuming it is. So it's probably safest just to address the agent by their first name. Um, and then if you want to say something personal, you can. But in my opinion, it should be something like authentically personal. You shouldn't just like go on their website and find some random fact about them and kind of draw them in like that. Uh, maybe if you interacted with them on Twitter or at a writer's conference, something like that, you could mention. Or maybe if you even know someone that's like worked with them, something like that. But I wouldn't like reach or really stretch for that personal connection. The next step, according to janefriedman.com, is that there are four elements of the query letter. The book title, the word count, the genre that's all one element of the story. You're just kind of like introducing the story. Then the hook, which is the most critical part that runs from about 150 to 300 words. So this is where you're going to actually be explaining your novel, uh, what happens in your novel in a very succinct manner. Then there is the author bio, which is about 50 to 100 words. Remember to only mention relevant things in your author bio, such as previous publications, um, degrees that may be creative related in nature. For me, I'm not going to mention that I'm an accountant. That really doesn't matter. Um, you know, maybe if you have a big social media following on a platform, mention that. Um, and then there will be the thank you and the closing sentence. Imperative titles are optional, but they can be a good idea. Um, I wouldn't do more than two or three. Query letters should be one page, single spaced. I've just kind of noticed this. Um, it seems like the writing community really likes Times New Roman, so I would probably use that font, even though uh, I just think that's honestly so uncreative that other fonts aren't accepted. Not saying that I would use some crazy font, but I mean, Calibri is like the default on most computers, I think, so I just I don't understand the Times New Roman. It just seems very archaic to me. This is a tactic I've used in the past uh, whenever I was querying my other book. Um, I looked at the backs of books, and I even reacted to some backs of books on uh, this podcast here. So if you uh, are interested in that, be sure to check out that episode. But anyway, if you look at the back of books, that kind of helps you write something exciting and enticing about your novel. And it's kind of a good way to get some inspiration for your query. But these are the kinds of things that you want to include in that hook and that meat of the query when you're actually telling the agent about what your book is about. So you want to be sure you're identifying who is the main character, the protagonist, and why we should care about them. We should identify what problem do they face and what are the choices they must make because of that problem. What is the tension that drives the story forward? And you can also hint at the twist but you should not give the ending away. The ending is for the synopsis. So you want to leave the agent hanging on and wanting more. The conflict must be highlighted. It cannot merely be the character's sob story, i.e. we're not just writing a story about a divorced mom. We're not just writing a story about um, a kid that moves to a new school. There must be a twist um, because otherwise it's just characters, it's not conflict, it's not 
giving um, the reader the complete picture of the story. So we need to see how the conflict is woven into those characters that you've crafted. And I think that's a good point because I think sometimes when you get very close to your story, you may just think about kind of like how and why the characters are important or what theme you're trying to drive and you may actually forget to call out the conflict. And I think that sounds stupid when I'm saying it on this podcast, but I think it that's definitely true in like query letters that I've read of other people and also in my own. You can kind of forget how you need to connect it and how you need to present it from this more high-level perspective to other people. JaneFriedman.com also says, do not mention more than three characters. So you want to mention ideally the protagonist and antagonist, and then if a romantic interest is important, you could also mention him or her. JaneFriedman.com has a wealth of resources um, out on that website. I really like it, and I've been learning a lot from there. So I just wanted to give that website a shout out and, you know, the credit for some of the things that I'm saying in this episode. Not all of the things I'm saying are from that website, but some of them are. Um, next, you know, no minor plot points. Make sure you're just really driving forward who the character is and what the tension central conflict of the story is about. The minor plot points, again, would come more in the synopsis or in subsequent requests. This is another interesting tip that's on a lot of different websites when they give advice about writing queries, like not overselling your story or like not beefing up your credentials and like acting like your story is the best thing since sliced bread. And I think that's so interesting because I would never write a query like that. Um, but I guess because it's on so many websites, that's something people do. So don't do that. Just actually state your story, um, state your credentials that are relevant, you know, state your social media, but you know, don't like oversell what you're actually delivering. It's not going to impress an agent. Finally, um, send in batches. I've been wondering how best to approach the querying process. Um, that's kind of what I've done in the past is I've just sent a couple out at a time. Um, of course, you know, you need to send enough out where you're actually giving yourself a chance because I don't think I gave myself enough of a chance with the sweep. Um, but that being said, you know, it might be a good idea, say if you get five or six rejections right away to kind of revise your query and present it differently. But I would say, honestly, the more agents you can query, the better. Keep track of it. Keep a list, you know, on your phone or your computer. And um, don't forget to alter your query. Get some feedback on it. Maybe if it's not working out, you know, ask a writer's group, ask a friend, ask whatever. So those are just kind of my tips for writing a query letter. Um, What I'm going to be thinking about as I'm going to start querying uh, in the next few months Um, I'm going to be referring back to this episode myself to make sure I'm hitting all of these points. But let me know what you thought of this week's episode by leaving us a comment or sounding off on Twitter. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I'll talk to you on our next road trip.